Mulligans and Hackers Golf Podcast Episode 7. I'm Chris, and I've got Alvin over here sitting by the fire, and it's been about a month since we've seen you guys. So, how's everybody been? Well, Alvin, how have you been? Uh, Pretty bad. How come? Golf-wise, anyways. Uh, Played really bad last month and a half. You've kind of been stuck in a little bit of a rut, it seems like. Yeah, I've... uh really lost my swing and i'm having a tough time finding it it has been a struggle and frustrating i am uh, the more i played the frust the more frustrated i got which didn't help yeah it's very unlike you i see you know we've played a lot of practice rounds in between our tour events and uh i don't know how many times you kind of cut her short there at, at the at the turn and just didn't have it in you to finish out the day yeah frustrated to the point of yeah i'm i'm good i can go home I think one day I left after seven. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty bad. You just, you know, you had a couple of bad holes and you just weren't feeling it. So you took off after, yeah, I think we were on the, the, the think, eighth tee box. And I think the day before that, we played nine in the morning. I left after nine. Yep. And, uh, okay, you were still playing later on in the day and I came and joined you on a back nine. Yeah, because Josh, Josh and I have started playing... Uh, we, we've been trying to play 36 a day the last couple couple weeks when we've been able to just to kind of get some extra golf in. I'm really trying to hit that 100 round mark, which I am at, I think, 97 and a half rounds now. Yeah, you uh, So I, sh- I should get there. I think I'm 60 plus. Oh, nice. Yeah, nice. I, I broke the 60 mark, so 60 plus rounds. Can't go wrong with that. Uh, but yeah, it's been it's been a rough month. It really has been a rough month. Uh, Anything uh, in particular? You've just been fighting everything. Fighting everything. Off the tee box... Approach shots, short game, and putting. All of it just seemed to... It's not often you lose everything at once, but it's like somebody sucked I, the magic out of you. No, I do believe it's totally and 100% mental. Standing over the ball on the tee box where my tee shots have been money all year. Yeah, yeah, we, we uh, call you Mr. Fairway for a reason. I can't get off the tee box with any accuracy, distance. I call it the yips. I, I, I just... Severe case of the yips... Not only on the tee box, but even when I stand behind a shot on the fairway, I look at I look down at the ball and I and I and I address the ball, and in my head I go, I have no idea what I'm doing. I have no idea how to get the club face in the takeaway position and get it back to the ball. It's all in my head. Today, first two holes, same thing. Uh, first two holes, I butchered uh, double because we shotgun starts on 17. Yep. Uh, yep. Double. I double bogeyed 17. Then the 18th. It's a par three, and I max that with a with a six. And I'll be honest with you, I put my tee shot into the into the bush, and I uh, had to take a drop. And I was I said it out loud that I was done. I'm going to go to the parking lot, and I'm going to head home. I think I'm done with this. I dropped, took my six, and kept going. And the next sixteen at today, uh, I had seven pars in the next sixteen holes, and it really started to come around today. And it felt really good. It felt it felt like I had recaptured a little bit of what I've lost in the last month or so. Any particular changes you made today? No. Uh, no? Other than mental, of just going, you know what? You know how to do this. You can do this. You've done it all year. Just get up and, and, and follow through. Make sure you finish high on your irons. And uh, my tee shots were still okay, but not really fairway finding like I normally was. But uh, my approach shots... I started to get some distance and some accuracy out of my approach shots. My putting saved me a couple of times with some over 10-foot putts to either save par or save a bogey. I really appreciated that out of the putter, the putter today. Yeah, I think we've since the last time we did a podcast, how many events have we had? Uh, we've had five events since our last podcast. and we, we've Today we finished our season out. Yeah, 
Can you imagine? Our season's over. Like, the regular season's done today. Yeah, we play. Our 20th event was today. It, it, it's hard to believe. Seems like we just started this this venture. And, and here we are, you know, coming into the middle of September with, you know, that white stuff on the horizon coming into fall. It, it's kind of hard to believe. I mean... Uh, we have our tour, cha- our inaugural tour championship coming up next weekend, uh, which should be an absolute blast. Two day tournament. Yeah, two day tournament. The the first day we're gonna play off the blacks, uh, and the second day we'll play off the blues. Of course, it'll be at our home home course of Cottonwood Cooley. Uh, first day will have to be a shotgun start because they're having their men's and ladies league wind ups. So we have to all pick a hole and get on the course at eight thirty. Uh, and then Sunday will be a little bit later. I think it's 9.30, 9.40, 9.50. I got the tee times. And we'll start with the the guys that are furthest down the leaderboard. will start first and pair up. And then up to the guys that are in contention who will play with each other down the stretch. So it's been... It's been a, an interesting last month in comparison to your game, which has kind of left you. I feel like I've I've never been playing better. I mean, the last time we talked on the podcast, I'd been having some back issues, which, you know, I, I don't know if I pulled a muscle or had a, a, a strain or something in there. Um, but I dealt with it a little bit over the first couple weeks and the last two to three weeks. Um, I feel like my game has honestly hit another level. My approach shots are starting to get real dialed in. I've been playing some of the best golf of, of my life. Uh, I've been going back and forth between my Scotty and, and my malt, uh, my Scotty blade and my malt B mallet, kind of trying to figure out which putter is going to get hot for me. And I think I'm going to stick with the mallet, even though I left a, f- a, f- a few three putts out there today in our round. Um, I still felt pretty comfortable with it. Since our last podcast, we've had five events. Five events. Have yeah. you won three of them? I've won. I, I won the final three events. The final three the, events uh, of the you, tournament. The we, the we, one right after the last podcast, I finished second to Darren by stroke. Right, and yeah. then we went to Cyprus after that. Correct. Correct. Yeah. So we went to Cyprus, um, which was a little different look, and I didn't. I didn't have my best. My best game out there, and I don't think you did either. No, I shot a hundred three. Yeah, and you didn't play well that weekend either. And but again, I, that's part of not playing well in the last month. Correct. So correct. But, uh, Darren and Chris McKeon tied first, first in Cyprus. Correct. Yes, that's right. And then I think I tied Dave out there. You did. You tied Dave out there as well. Yeah, at, I tied uh, Dave for second. Plus twenty two with ninety fours. Yeah. So I mean, it was really nice out there. Beautiful. First time we'd been out there. Yeah. It was. It was a different course because there was no no water, no water, no, no sand. sand. It was just trees, trees and some weird ass spots, like that one hole. <laughs> it, like it definitely, were, yeah, it definitely didn't reward you for a good tee shot. No, and I mean, still facing trees. You're a guy who hits the fairway usually, and I mean, on the one hole, what was it six or something? There was like four or five trees directly in the middle of the fairway. Yeah, you, I, put, I put my shot right in the middle of the fairway and had to look through two trees yeah. to get to the green. Yeah, it was yeah. And then the rest of us that just kind of pulled it out to the right, we had a great <laughs> line at the green, so it was kind of weird. Um, but yeah, no, that's that's a fun course. I'd like to get back out there next year and, I mean, yeah, that and, and be, definitely that play that course. Cool. Yeah, and then we had a Cottonwood event after that, and that's where you started your your run of three straight victories, right? Yes. Yep. Um, you shot a seventy eight. Yep. So plus twelve. Yep. Um, McKeon came in second at plus fourteen. Yeah, and he was actually right there. He was, I think, he was right off. He played in a different group, but he was right there all day. And what really did what really was the difference in that tour date was uh, I birdied 18 and he double bogeyed 18. Yeah, and yeah, that was the difference. Yeah. Dave finished third there. I finished fourth with a 90. Again, at a par 66 course, there's 
pretty poor. Yep. For for some of the games I've had, because I've broke. You've broken I've eighty bro- a few I've, times. I've broken double digits. Yep. Twice this year, plus nine, plus five. Yep. But that was before my severe case of the yips here. And then after that, we had another one at Cottonwood. You finished first there as well with a plus that, fifteen. Yes, that was yesterday. That was yesterday. Yep. We went out. Uh, it was it was, it was cold, a little rainy. We rainy, had some cold. guys drop out. Yeah. You weren't you weren't sure if you were going to play. They, yeah, we I dragged sh- you out later in the day. But yeah, sh- and we played from the blacks yesterday. Yes, we did to so trying to try and prepare for the tournament. Yeah, and I shot a ninety-one. Uh, you finished first with a plus fifteen eighty-one. Clark finished plus twenty-one with an eighty-seven, and Darren finished plus twenty-five with a ninety-one, and Josh finished plus thirty-two ninety-eight. So Josh has been breaking a hundred regularly lately. Yeah, and actually, um, last Monday, so uh, just about a week ago, it was a long weekend. We'd been playing some golf. We played, I think we played. We played Friday night. We played thirty-six on Saturday. We played eighteen on Sunday. And then Monday, we played 18 at Cottonwood and 18 in Bow Island. And um, in our morning round at Cottonwood, Josh broke 90 for the first time ever on any course. He nice. shot an 88. And, and I mean, that, Congrats that's, to him. That, that's amazing. because. <laughs> but, but again, it's, he's played a lot of golf this summer. He's played more golf than he's ever played in his life. And he's actually improving. Yeah, you can see it for sure. And I mean, especially I've noticed the biggest improvement for him in, in his putting he used to, you know, get on the green and need four or five putt every time, right? And I mean, that's a quick way to add strokes. Up. But I mean, there's been times because me and him tend to golf quite a lot together. There's been times where we'll be out golfing, and we'll be like even after four or five holes, or it'll be right close, or he'll go on a run like he did uh, does every now and again, where he'll he'll put in some bogeys and some pars, and he'll put them together, and it's like you can see it's there. He's just kind of got it rounded into form. And uh, it, it's really coming. It, his game is is gotten better. He's gotten a new putter. He's got the Kirk, the Kirkland putter that he's really gotten uh, used to now. He got the counterweight for the super stroke grip that came in uh, yesterday. So he he used that in today's round. And yeah, it, it's just been like it's funny because I, I shot what an eighty one yesterday in the in the tour round. So then you guys went out at three o'clock, and I had to run off and do some work real quick. And then we came back because it was so <laughs> so it's so dead. And I'm like, well, let's play another eighteen. Well, I shot, uh, I think, I want to say I shot a 76. I went 38 and 38. I don't know what it was. I just, I hit a lot more shots. Um, I know yesterday on on nine, I was my putter, my putter grips length away from putting one in for a hole in one. Uh, On 18 in the tour round, I was uh, like a foot to the right of of the pin. Perfect depth. And then today. um, So we'll talk about today. So today you've had the best round of any tour player of any tour event today. I do believe so. Yes. So you you finished with a seventy four today, a plus eight. Yeah, and I had four three putts. That's wild. So par five. Yeah. So so we started on the seventeenth. We started on the seventeenth again. Shotgun start. We usually start on the seventeenth because we typically have two groups. Yeah, allows two groups there. So you guys went off first. You, Darren, and and Clark, and myself, Josh, and uh, and. Dave went together. Um, so I started uh, par on the par four. I started par on uh, the par three eighteenth. Um, then I went fairway. I didn't hit a great tee shot, but I mean, it was out there okay. So then I got up with my pitching wedge. And I forgot to tell you this earlier in the day, but I almost holed out from 130 yards. I missed by three inches on the top of, uh, over top of the cup was where my divot was when I got up there. And it, and it rolled out, and then I ended up, I three-putted for a five. 
And then, because uh, the hole is kind of in a crappy-ass spot. Yeah, there's a couple of those today. And then, anyways, as my round went along, we got to, it was good. I, I took a bogey on, on two, three I parred. Actually, uh, yeah, three I parred. Uh, four, the short par four, or par three. I got up there with my 56, which I've been typically hitting. You know, I, for some reason, I'm just more comfortable now with my 56 in that 80 to 90 range. I hit just a nice, easy 56, ended up off the back in the bunker. <laughs> uh, so then I ended up taking two out of the bunker because it was so wet to get out. Took It took a double. So then we get on to five. Five, I think I made par. Six is the one with the dog leg right. Mm-hmm. Uh, usually I get on my three wood and I try and go for it. And typically I, I'll either land on the deck or just above in the shit. So I either have a decent shot or a crappy shot. <laughs> well, today I happen I happened to get the, the slice I needed, ended up on the green. I was about 10, 11 feet from the pin. So I had an outside, outside eagle chance, uh, missed it off to the left, and then I, I made my birdie. So that was nice. Um, and then seven, I took my bogey, which I'm happy to get out of there because there's trouble on the left that I just don't want to take on anymore. And then eight, I've been, I've been developing this weird draw with my three with the last week. So I'm like, and, and on eight, I've lost a couple balls that way. Cause that's where the water is. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm just going to kind of go center fairway slice of just the, just a, all a little bit. So I lost it out to the right. And then I chunked a couple of chips. I ended up taking a, a, a triple bogey for a seven. And I'm like, what are we doing? <laughs> like, seriously. Nine, I think I, I parred. Yeah, I parred nine. Ten, I sculled a chip and I, okay. I ended up bogey. So then we get to the par five. Just get to the par five. Yeah, we get so to I the, don't care about the rest of the I know, round. I know. Let's get to the par five. We get to the par five. Um, typically, I don't hit my driver because I haven't really been needing it these days. I've been hitting my three wits. So I kind of looked at my bag and I'm like, nah, I'm having a good round. Whatever. I'm just going to. I was like. You know, our other group is off on, on 16 or 15. So, I mean, usually when I miss on the par 5 with my driver, I go to the right. And I end up on the fairway on 15. On 15. So, I'm like, whatever. I'll just hit it. It's not like it's anybody. It's going to be any inconvenience. Well, I, I hammered it straight out there, straight down the fairway. And I was like, okay, that's good. Uh, so, I get up to the ball on the fairway. Uh, pins on the right side of the green today. which It hasn't been over that's there. The lower and, tier, and, right? Yeah, the kind of the lower it's, tier it's area. It's two-tiered, and that's the lower tier And, area. and it, it's not usually over there lately. Like, nope. typically, it's nope. been on the left side, on the higher tier. So, I'm looking at it. I'm about 175 yards to center. And I was kind of thinking, I'm like, it's like I could take a six. And put it a little long because it, it rolls back, might be okay. I'm like, if I flush a seven iron, I might get it there. I'm like, well, all right, we'll try and flush a seven iron. If I don't get it there, I don't get it there. It's a chip on, and I, I got a putt for birdie. Well, I flushed my seven iron. I hit about a foot onto the green. You could see where, where the divot was. And Dave was sitting in his cart about 10, 12 feet off to the left with a view at the green because I kind of my view was kind of obstructed. And he's like getting out of his car and he's like, go in, go in. And I'm like, what is going on here? Well, I ended up hitting about a foot onto the green. It rolled up about 10 feet and rolled just to the left of the cup by about three, four inches, rolled by and stopped about, I would say about a foot, foot above, above the hole to give me an eagle opportunity. <laughs> so once we got over there, uh, it was a precarious, it left me with a precarious putt because it was a downhill putt. And that with that green, we, as we know, we, is not friendly. We all know, yeah. <laughs> so I got up I there. I think we've talked about that green a number of times on this podcast. Oh yeah, that's that's so, our uh, most hated green, yeah, I think, on the entire course. So I got up there and I was kind of like, okay, it's it's just a straight putt. 
all you got to do is just touch the ball and it's going to get rolling. So I, I stood back there, kind of got on it, did my routine, hit the ball, center cup, nailed down my second eagle of the year. Nice. Uh, first first one at Cottonwood this year for uh, for me. And uh, it was good. And, and I mean, that really set the tone. Um, I mean, if you, yeah, on a tour day, if you can do something like birdie, or eagle on that par five, you've done something special. Yeah, well, you're going to gain strokes on everybody, right? I I actually played that hole well today, and I and I bogeyed. Yep. Um, I mean, I, yesterday on the tour date, I was actually on in two again. I had I had a good chance. I was I, there in three yesterday, but I was on the wrong tier. Right. A- and my first putt, I didn't get it above onto the next tier. Yeah. So then it left me. So then I ended up four putting for a six. Right. Which I mean was not whatever. I'll take. But it yeah, we've seen that <laughs> numerous times. We've done it and. Again, if you having an eagle on that hole is fabulous. Yeah, but if you can get off that hole with a bogey, start the car and run. Yep. Yeah, it's um, my approach game lately has been absolutely ridiculous. I, I can't. I personally can't stress how I've watched my game go to shit over the last <laughs> month. All the while on the golf course, watching your game zero right in, and it's been frustrating because when that happened. You had the lead in the points. I did. I did. So, so let, let's let's just finish up here. Um, the regular season for our Mulligans and Hackers Tour ended today. Yep. So twenty I, events. I had the lead in all categories going into the uh, uh, after dur- the last podcast. After la- last you podcast, had the lead. In all I had time. the lead in in out of town points. Yep. I had the lead in event wins. Yep. And I had first place in the tour. Yep. And now here we are, four weeks later. Yeah, about a month later. About yep. a month later. And you've taken them all, and you've won them all. Congrats. I'm not going to say I'm bitter, because <laughs> you played well, and I played like shit. Congrats on taking it all, because you played. You won it. Well, I would say, you, I, I you, think you, I earned it, rather I, I agree, rather than being giving it. I, I agree. You you earned it, because you played well down the stretch. I had a wicked start to the season, where I jumped out in front of everything, but I think that was a big mental part of it, in a in my mental approach to the game was I had a lot. I was already there and I couldn't really lock it in. Yep. And, uh, well, that's always, I, I mean, we've talked about it before. Your biggest, well, my, maybe my biggest strength for me is you make a bad shot. It's just kind of like, nah, yeah. whatever we, we go hit another ball. Right. Yeah. And it takes that kind of mentality to kind of, if, if you can just get in that mindset and it's like, yeah, you know, I got to take a drop. I lost the ball. Okay, let's try and make a five out of it or a four or whatever, right? You don't let it build because once it starts building in your mind, then it becomes a problem. And I and <laughs> my problems in my game started to surface after I had those really two good rounds where I was in the single digit pluses. Yep. And then I was like, I should be able to do this regularly. Yep. And then when I, after a few rounds after that and I wasn't, I was still in double digits and I saw my score starting to creep up. Right? Plus 15, plus 18, plus 22, plus 25. The frustration really set in. Yeah. Well, because you expect more of yourself. Yeah. And I I did it once. I should be able to do it again. Yes. But golf's not like that. No. Golf is a fucking humbling sport for for anyone. And boy, did it humble me in the last month. Well, I Uh, mean. Today, today, I'm I'm going to take today as a real good confidence builder. Absolutely. Uh, my first two holes, I, my mind was, we were doing all kinds of weird stuff on the tee boxes to start. We were trying to get some some photos and stuff that we could use for for some pictures 
throughout the, so my mind really wasn't on when I teed off uh, on 17, and I really shanked my tee shot. I pulled a Dave and just shanked that thing left <coughs> off the tee box, and I double boogied that one, and I was, I don't think I was as frustrated as, as when I hit number 18, and I put my tee shot into the, into the bushes, and I knew I was going to have to take a drop. Then the frustration built. But once I cleared that hole and I teed off on number one, uh, I put my tee shot out there really good, just out to the right, just off the fairway. Uh, second shot was on, two putt for a par, got off that hole, like, okay, I'll, right? And from then on, uh, I think only one hole out of the next um, 16, uh, I maxed the par three with a six. Everything else was bogey or par. Well, where did you finish today? 83? 83. So I mean, you take five strokes away yep. from from the first yep. two holes, and you're seventy eight. So so yesterday, yesterday I shot a ninety one. Yes, I lost six balls yesterday, and you had a birdie even in that round. And I had a birdie. <laughs> I lost six balls yesterday. I usually only carry six balls in the bag. Yeah, that's right. From yesterday to today, shooting an eighty three, getting back in that area of a score of a score an eighty three, that's where I should be. Yes. Yeah, and I'm I'm way more ha- I'm way happier about that 83 today than I have been with a couple of the good scores I've had before this this case of the yips. I think my mindset is, you know, my mindset has has become I, I see myself put up really good scores, and I've been starting to to stretch into the 70s pretty, pretty consistently. You bet. You bet. And I mean, you know, I still have the odd bad day, and it's like you know, at the end of the day, when I look at my scorecard, I'm like, I'm boogie golf. Yeah. I'm like, no and, matter how I right? get there, I always end up back there somehow. Yeah, right, <laughs> and, and that's where that's where that's where I am. That's where I should be, and that's where I should be playing. And like shooting an 83 today, which is a plus 17, 17. Yeah, that's that's exactly where I should be. Yeah, that that's fine if you're not yeah. if you don't have it for a day, right? Yeah. I mean, you're at bogey golf. I mean, we really shouldn't expect anything more yeah, when right? we're not when we're not playing right. Well. And so I, the, today. Was a was a good confidence booster going into next week. I also put a uh, I got a new three wood. Yep, Taylor made our nine. Nice. Uh, I put that in the bag. Um, took it out to the range. Hit a small bucket of balls with that. Hit some. Uh, it's adjustable. Yep. So I did the whole went through the whole gambit of um, settings. Three off the deck. Three off a tee. In all th- three positions: left, neutral, right. Yep. Um, I left it in the neutral position. Uh, I hit that off the tee a lot today when my driver wasn't really doing it for me uh, when I hit number one. Yep. So I hit three wood off number one. I hit three wood, or no, I hit driver off uh, number two. And then for the rest of the front, which is um, five, six, eight. Eight. Yep. I hit my three wood. Yeah. I love that. Again, a three wood that you can just hit straight and know you can get about 200 yards out of. Is dynamite. You know that. Uh huh. You know that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I get a little bit more than two hundred out of mine, but yeah, that I that changed. It. I mean, when I started doing that early in the season, a lot of my struggles was because I was I would never put my driver in the bag, and no matter what, I was determined to make it work. And I mean, it almost mentally, it almost got into my game where it's like you can hit it. Like I don't understand why you can't hit it, right? But I constantly, a lot of the holes, I was putting myself into places where I either had to take drops or I just wasn't yep. in spots to putting hit it. Putting yourself out of position, right? And right. then I went. You, I think it was you that had suggested. Josh, Josh suggested it because he never. He only recently started hitting driver. He didn't even have a driver in his bag until I get we gave him one of the ones I had because he ref- <laughs> he wouldn't hit it. So then I started going to three wood, three wood off the tee, 
because it's more controllable. Yes, sometimes I'll, I'll pull it. Sometimes I'll fade it. But, but for the most part... You're, you're not putting yourself out of position where... Because no matter where you are at, on the course that we play, like Cottonwood... Yep. A, your approach shot, you have an iron or a, or a hybrid in the bag to get you there. Yep. It doesn't matter if you're 75 yards off the tee. Yep. You can still get there in two. That's right. Right? Yep. And, and I mean, I feel like that's... And part of it, the last month, month and a half, I was really comfortable with my gap wedge uh, when I got my when I got my Mizuno irons, and that's still one of my favorite clubs. Like from a hundred yards out, that's almost automatic for me. And then I started incorporating my fifty six and my sixty. I don't hit my fifty two as much, but I uh, but I started learning to hit my my wedges from distance and, and getting a hold of them and getting a proper swing. And all of a sudden, it was like a whole new area of my game opened up where it's like, yeah. You put it out on the fairway or just off into the into the rough and you hit those wedge shots and you get on in two. Well, guess what? I You're a good enough putter that most times you're either going to two putt or, you know, you might one putt, you might three putt occasionally. But at, the, at worst, you're going to walk away with a bogey and on to the next hole typically, right? And and that that keeps us in our the bogey numbers. Exactly. Right. So if we get a par, we get a bogey, we happen to get a birdie, yep. uh, we're going to get a double somewhere down the run. Yep. Down the line to keep us in that bogey territory, right? Yep. So, yeah, focus on getting bogey golf. and, and it, But I, I, for me, I was a little disappointed that your game kind of left you because yes. I'm a yes. competitive guy. And, I mean, you and I are very competitive in this when we started this. Yes. And, I mean, it, it was kind of awesome that it came down to the two of us. I mean, you didn't miss an event of the 20. Nope. You played 20 of 20. I mean, which which just shows everybody how hot I was coming down the stretch because I only played 19. I yep. missed the whole entire event, yep. and, and I still I th- beat you think, by 500 points. And I think in that event that you missed, I think I might, I finished first, didn't I? Dave won. Dave won, right. That was his first win of the season, correct. I do believe you finished second. Yes. Uh, that was when I was in Kananaskis. But I was hoping that you would, you know, that down the stretch we'd go head-to-head, mono a mono. Yes, I, uh, I, I mean for it. But I mean, I don't. I think I tied for second today. You did, yes. Uh, that's the highest finish I've had since our last podcast. Yeah, there was there was some pretty ugly there rounds was, in there. there. Yeah, like fourth, finishing fourth, uh, fifth. Yep. Yeah, you uh, down there. I mean, you didn't do yourself any favors uh, on the out of town on the purple sombrero, which uh, which is the out of town points. And uh, Cyprus, I, Cyprus was our last correct. To, to and, win. and you were you were up fifty points going into yeah. that. Yeah, and, um, I, and I shot 103. Yeah, and I mean, I didn't shoot great. I shot 94. My back was really bothering me that day. And I mean, I could barely get off the freaking tee box on the I back. Think, uh, yeah, I think there's a picture on our Instagram page of you with your pants down putting a patch on, I think. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think somebody put that on there. Yeah, yeah jackass. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I mean, once uh, I knew going into that event, I just had to beat you. And I, yep. and I had to purple a sombrero, yep. right? And I mean, you did say on the podcast that you'd probably fold like a cheap suit, which <laughs> well, is exactly what happened. Yeah, I mean, that's just, that's that's why we play, right? You played well, though. You kept your composure down the stretch. You played well. You earned it. Yeah. Right? And, and I it, played like shit, and I lost it. And I mean, at the that's, end of that's the day. Why, that's why we played this the entire year. Yep. And I to mean, get here, right? At the end of the day, um, our season standings through our tour events are for bragging rights and going into the tour championship. The advantage is that having finished first, I now get six mulligans to, to, to spread over the two days, two days yeah. uh, to use or not to use. If I don't use them, then they're just, they're non-existent. And now because you finished second, you get four mm-hmm. Clark finished third. So he gets two. That's cool. Um, so, and I don't, 
Clark tied for first once this season. Yes, yes, right? he had. A, I do believe he had a tie for first, but never a win. Never a straight out win. Yeah, yeah. and then uh, and then Dave finished fourth, and I want to say Chris was fifth, Josh was sixth. Well, Darren was in there too, and Darren was seventh because so, Darren didn't play enough events to get up the board. Clark finished third. Big Dave finished fourth. Uh, Chris McKeon finished fifth. Fifth. Josh finished sixth. Darren, Darren, Darren with nine events, three wins, finished seventh. Yep. And then it came Isaac, Chris, B. Yep. Okay. Uh, Trey, Jacob, and Sean. Who, again, Jacob and Sean only played one event all year. Yep. And um, and I mean it's it's kind of crazy. I get six mulligans. You get four. Clark gets two. Everybody else on gets, the on that plays gets one. Gets one. Uh, and you can use them at any time. Uh, For I mean, any shot, you, any shot on the on there, but you have to make sure it's recorded on your scorecard that it was used. Uh, and if you don't use them, you lose them. Yep. And, and that's and, just, and if you don't and if you don't need them, then you just played well enough not to need them. Well, that's it, right? That that's kind of the hope. I mean, my hope is that my game continues playing the way it, it's going now. And I mean, I'm going to use them on say maybe if I have an eagle opportunity, or that's that's a close one or something, or a birdie putt that you know you should make. You know, a shot that you just, that you really fuck up. Yeah. Or, or an OB shot that, you know, you, yeah, you, you, need you, to, should, yeah, you shouldn't, you, yeah. you shouldn't have to do it. But I'm excited. I mean, I know we got nine guys for sure mm-hmm. for, for the tournament. Uh, maybe we might scrounge up another one or two. Uh, but my dad and Jake are coming, coming into town on Friday. They're pretty excited uh, to play in the tournament. I, I'm super excited. Like it's going to yeah, be, I can't wait. It, it, it's, it's going to all be all about consistency. We're going to go random draws on, uh, on random Saturday. drawing groups on Saturdays, From playing the off the blocks. Yep. And then Sundays, what we'll, we'll do the, the standard tournament format where those guys in contention are going out last yep. together in the group together with the, the with group. the pressure there. You bet. And it's, it's just going to be so much fun. I, it I, seems like it just, just like with a snap of a finger, it was here. So yeah, and, and I mean, I I did. I've been toying with some balls lately too. I mean, I've won events with Bridgestone. I've won events with my True Feels. I've won events with my Vice balls. Lately, I've just been getting getting on the recycled Pro V ones. And, <laughs> and I mean, I don't know what it is. I don't even know if it's the ball or just the way I'm just, playing. Yeah, just but, the, but I think it, it's the way you're playing. But it just right now it's just feels really good and actually i'm gonna add another i'll be adding another club to my bag this week um uh, taking out my four hybrid from my maverick four hybrid and uh my mizuno fly high four hybrid will be here on wednesday so mm. in time for tournament nice so i'm gonna have to get that to the range either friday night or uh might have a might have to get a quick little nine or 18 in on friday May, mm-hmm. maybe get away from work a little early if i can and I've, then I've get a practice a, round in. I've got another club coming too, so I've got a Wilson four hybrid in my bag. Yep. And I'm replacing it with a Wilson D seven. Nice four hybrid. Yep. So that should be here this week. Yes, because you ordered that, right? Yeah. Nice. So I don't I don't know if it'll be here in time for the tournament. Yeah, I ordered because really my four hybrid, I hit it off one hole, and that's number three. Because with the it's a short platform, yep. but with the water as the year progressed, I started finessing a driver out there. Yep. Then I went to my three wood finessing it out there. Then my five wood finessing it out there. Then I got to the hybrid, and the hybrid's been pretty much my stay, stay club on that hole to get me out there. I don't know my- about you, but I feel like I've added like ten to fifteen to twenty yards on on a lot of my clubs from the beginning of the year till now. Well, like, it, look it just- at look at yeah. I mean, and I mean, I'm not, I'm not a long hitter. Nope. But my drives are starting to get two fifty, two sixty. 
Yeah, Reg- incredibly regularly. accurate. And yeah, except for the last month. Yeah, we'll 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 leave the yip month out of it and yep. talk about. Yeah, so there's a two two hundred and sixty seven yard par four. That's number uh, number eight. Number eight. Yep. And I've drove that green twice this year. I've overdriven it twice, and I'm usually green high just to the right most of the time. Yep. Yep. So that's that's out there in the two sixty range. Yep. You know, consistently, and and even with um, my five wood, I mean, I can, I really, I I like that club. It's probably it's my favorite club in the bag. My three wood is really getting up there, being my favorite club in the bag too. I use my three wood on number six to dog leg right today. Yes. And the last two days, I've been able to clear that, clear it. Just leave, it up, just leave it on the just platform. Just leave it up on the platform nice. on the on the fairway. Nice. nice. Um, ball comes off that club, just amazing. My so favorite. I was missing that in my bag because my old three wood was a tailor made, yeah, uh, tailor made burner. Yes, an older and, version, an older version, and it was actually shorter than my five wood. <laughs> um, I could hit it well, but I did not get that type of distance out of it. It was it was not a distance between my driver and my five wood. There was a gap. Yep, because I could hit my three wood as far as I could hit my five wood. So now I have a three wood in there that gives me that extra. Yes, that extra yardage that I need if I don't want to go driver. Yep, right. Yeah, for like me. on number ten. Yes. So I hit my three wood off number ten today, and it put me right out in the fairway. Hundred yards out. Right. Yeah. Uh, I was about one hundred and ten. Yeah, yeah, but hey, in the right, right spot. In the right spot, so it was a gap wedge in, and yep. I actually hit my gap wedge on, and again two putt for a par on number ten. Right. So there you go. As the round went on, your your game I started shaping my shots a little better, putting myself in a little better area to. To approach the green, my 60-degree wedge is really starting. My wedges were off for the last little while because, again, my mind wasn't really focused on my golf. Yep. Uh, But my 60-degree wedge today, it got me everywhere I needed to be around the green, whether it was was just a a flop or, you know, a bump and run with it. Yep. It got me everywhere I needed to get today, and so that made me really happy. Nice. Yeah, my favorite club in my bag has been, like I said, I went to the three wood this year. I've been been hitting that quite consistent. Like on one, I'll typically hit that. Two, I'll hit that. And then six, eight, and then the par five. And then every other every other par four, I hit my five, my five hybrid now. Yeah. Because I'm getting 200 plus out of it. And I mean, typically it'll keep me in a safer area, but it'll also give me that 100 yard shot. That I want. Yes. Because now I'm at the point where I want a certain distance because that's the club I want in my hand. Yeah. So I'm I'm picking my club based upon that to give me the shot yeah. I want. Yeah. <laughs> so where when we started in the in the beginning of the year, we were trying to get as Close many to- as many <laughs> yards as we could get yeah. out of every club. Yep. And now we're using our clubs to get us to where we know we have a an accurate second shot. Right, and a comfortable one. And a comfortable in a comfortable range with a comfortable club. Yeah. That you can use and, and usually get there. Yeah. Yeah, and I've been using my practice rounds to do different things. Like I mean, I've been hitting my six iron on some on off some tee boxes. I mean I drove uh, I was gonna say we were just gonna I was just gonna mention uh, drove the fifth the fifth green. Fifth green. So the fifth I use um, I use a five wood off the fifth. Um, today I used three wood and almost drove the green today. Yeah. But I can't remember the yardage on that one from the blues. It is, it's like 240? I want to say 240-ish. Yeah, it, it's wild because I used my six iron the other day 
and, and you rolled it right up on the green. Yeah, I bounced it up up there and and had a chance at 240. eagle. Yeah, two forty with a six iron. Yeah, I mean for us that's kind of ridiculous. That is ridiculous. We're, we're not quite there. I mean that was not my intention when I got up there with that club. And I don't it, think, it was, you didn't even skull it. Like you didn't even thin it. No, I just you, hit it pure. You hit it pure. Yeah, and so there it was, and it was straight, accurate. Yep. And yeah, my intention was to just lay it out there because I knew with a six, I was like, I can be inside a hundred yards and, and just kind of give myself a wedge on, and I just happened to catch it just perfect, and it got a g- really good hop and. Uh, and bounced up there, and, and I mean, it, funny enough, it was in front of the cart girl because because uh, she was just hanging out there. I uh, I did happen to miss my eagle putt though, and, yeah. but I, but I mean, I made my birdie, so whatever. So that, so I've had I've had a chance at four eagles this year. I've converted two of them. Yep. Um, I chipped in for one, and my one on number eight that I drove the green and made the putt. So that again, was, I mean, I've never had one in my life, and I've had four opportunities at them this year. I think I've had. Five or six, counting our entire golf season, that I've had a look at Eagle, and I've only been able to make two. <laughs> I uh, and I think I've made two Eagles and like two birdies, and then the other ones were pars. Depending on where you leave yourself, or actually, no, one was a bogey on the par five because that was uh, that was yesterday. Right. I, I was on it too. I had an Eagle look, <laughs> but I just I didn't putt well. I took a four putt for a bogey. So I actually put my. Um... Uh, earlier this week, I actually put my mallet putter back in the bag. Yes, that's right. You came out for a round yeah, of that because yeah. your flat stick was kind of kind of uh, missing. But again, all of it was missing, and I was just trying to add or subtract different things. So I put my mallet putter in, and that it actually wasn't too bad because uh, again, I'm comfortable with it. I've used it for ten years. Yeah, it was made uh, directly for you, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah. So, um, but I went back to the blade, and the blade really helped today. I, I mean, the, my old Tommy Armor model Silver Scott model 708. It helped me a lot today. I made a few putts over 10 feet today, so that was cool. But I am considering something else in the Scotty Cameron style. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, when the season's done, when the season's done, if you want, I'll let you take my Scotty Cameron for a rip for a round. Yeah. Because I put a I put a super stroke grip on it. Mm-hmm. I, I changed out the grip this year. Now, is it a 2.0 or a 3.0? I do believe it's a 2.0 grip. That's the thinner one. Correct? Yes. Yes. Yeah, so it's a 2.0 grip. Um, so I so I took off the grip that's been on there forever, and I and I regripped it. Um, and then I all I was doing was I was for me I was moving my 50 gram weight out of my super stroke grip on my mallet mm-hmm. to that one, and then I ran with the Scotty for a few days, and it just a different feel. Different feel. My my line seemed a little crisper for a little while. And, I I found when I switched my putter out, I actually focused a little more on the putting. Yes, because. It's you have to. You have to, right? Yep. So, and that, and I think doing that, and then going back to my blade, um, really reengaged. It you. really engage, reengaged in the putting. So that again, those type of things, just something to reengage you with thinking about the game instead of almost being a robot and going through. I use this is what I use on this hole. This is what I use from where I'm from this distance, and I just don't deviate from. And I think it just all got in my head that it was just it was going to happen. So if I'm if I'm 110 yards out, I take my ga- gap wedge, I'm there, and it started to fall apart. Yeah, right? but I mean, we you also have to remember. I mean, the pros do it every week and four round four rounds a week when their season's going. And I mean, they have crappy rounds all the time. I mean, sometimes you just don't have it. Yeah, I mean, you can you can shoot a 67 one day, and the next day you shoot a 75. Yep, and, and um, it's just the way it yep. goes. Well, I shot a 91 yesterday, and shot an 83 today, so. I mean, just that's just what we do, right? Yeah, I, I mean, it's it's just a volatile. I mean, 
it's a volatile sport that sometimes you get you make good shots and you don't get rewarded. Sometimes you make bad shots and you get lucky. Yeah, and, and it's just you and just for, have to take the bad with the good. And I have made it in the last month. That was that was part of my mental lapse. Was I I wasn't getting rewarded for making good shots, and then I made just an absolute terrible shot. So then I wasn't getting rewarded for a good one, and I was putting myself just out of commission for with a, a poor shot after that. But yeah. Yeah, it, today was a big, today was a big confidence booster. I think I'm gonna have a, I'm gonna go play nine on Tuesday with Marie. Um, I'm gonna try and get out for at least one more Wednesday, Thursday, or Friday, and uh, build on that confidence. And I think I'm in a good mind frame going into the weekend. Well, I think you're. I mean, I'm out this week because I I've started coaching a high school volleyball team, so my week, my after after work golfing is kind of non-existent except for Fridays now. Um, but I want you to have your best game. I want Josh to have his best game. I yes. want Chris to bring his best game. I and want every. Yes. I want Darren to have his best game. Yes, I want to go out and have some fun this weekend. I, w- I want everybody to bring the best golf they can bring so and, that, and let so the best person win. So we, we're we getting our second batch of shirts finished this week. Yep. Uh, we should be getting them latest by midweek. We did another... We did a pre-buy this time. Yeah, this, yeah the pre-buy we've been uh, talking about on here. I so, mean, you guys could see... Um, and by the way, guys, I mean, we talk on here all the time. If you guys are ever looking for pictures or standings or anything like that, hit us up on our social media at Mulligans and Hackers Golf on Instagram, uh, Mulligans and Hackers Golf on Facebook. Um, and again, download and uh, subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you might get your podcasts. Yeah, it's, I mean, we did our pre buy. It, it wasn't too bad. What did we get? Like 20 shirts? Something like that. R- around, right around that area, yeah. Um, so we're getting our the jacket logoed. Yeah, our, our jacket um, for your tournament winner. We're going to have to work something out with the patch for the purple sombrero. Yep. And I mean, and, what, the, and our trophy should be ready this week. Awesome. Because, I so, mean, one, on Sunday we'll have a little award ceremony yep, while, yep. once everything's done. Uh, so I'm hoping, I'm, even if it's not me, I'm hoping somebody else wins the tournament other than you. Because I will not... <laughs> I will not be able to spend the winter looking at a picture of you with the purple sombrero. The, Wait, wearing the, them all and holding everything all at once? So we have, a tro- we have a trophy for the most victories for the season. Yep. So the purple sombrero, that one, the jacket, and the season championship. Looking at that all winter, uh, I might need therapy. Because <laughs> I, I think I might even delete everything that we've got. I, I might not even follow Mulligans and Hackers if that's the case until we get going next season. But I mean, we were yeah. kind of we were kind of talking about it the other day, right? We were talking about our uh, um, keeping stats moving forward for for our career stats yes. in Mulligans and Hackers. We're well, gonna, we're going to be posting some stuff over the week. Yeah, um, some fun stuff on our social media just to just to show people. Um, who we are because again we're, there's not a lot of pictures of our crew out there um, but we're going to post some 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 fun stuff this week um, with some stats on it for us so uh, yeah, kind of kind of highlighting everybody that's been you know our regular, regular crew and, bet, and stuff bet. like that right um, but, I, but I was laughing about it because you know I played 19 events and we were talking about top threes all but one event I placed in the top three yeah, well, and, I mean, yeah. <laughs> it's again, crazy all, all that all that time you know that's just getting you getting you into the position that you are now in first right yeah so yeah no i uh yeah that that would be pretty heartbreaking if you had to look at a picture of that it all, would be I, I, I mean I, yeah i might have yeah i i would probably unfollow <laughs> and hackers for the entire winter <laughs> i probably would 
Because again, you know, we are competitive, and uh, not at even all. Though, even though we're good friends and and we talk a lot about other sports and other other topics, um, this has been a lot of fun this year so far. Oh, absolute blast! Uh, I mean, I'm so glad we we you know you had the idea to do this, and we got together and kind of sorted it out. The podcast thing is has been fun. Uh, I mean, the season's been fun. I mean, obviously, we'll we'll iron out some tweaks and make some you changes bet, moving into next year because um, we want to play more tournaments next year. Yes, we want to play more tournaments. They just had uh, they mean, just had a big draft tournament in yeah, Calgary this weekend. I was weekend. just gonna say, yeah, um, the draft golf, the first time ever in Alberta. Yeah, we and they're coming back next year because I've already talked to them. Nice. Um, and we're gonna be there. We're gonna have as many guys there as we can get. Yeah. next year. Yeah, I mean, it's um, uh, what is it? It's four hundred fifty bucks a person. You get it. You get a shirt. Mm-hmm. Uh, a hat. Well, you get, you they, get drafted to a team, and then you get to like this weekend. They played at uh, they played at Heritage Golf Course and Bears Paw, right? which are two crazy high end courses in and around Calgary. And you play there Saturday, and you play there Sunday yeah. in, in like a Ryder Cup style and kind of format, which is they've sick. Been, they've been po- so they they've been posting all weekend. Pictures. I actually have a buddy who's playing in it. Yeah, from here. And, and so. So we're definitely going to be there at that next year. Hundred percent. We're gonna we're gonna do the Rolling Hills yep, again yep. because again that's one of our one of my favorites and I love being out there. So we'll we'll do the Rolling Hills. I mean Cyprus had their had a tournament out there. You said this weekend, I think. On yesterday. Okay. Um. So like to go out on a Saturday and do that. Yeah. Uh, and again, Bow Island. Bow Island. I got it when we were out there last Monday. I got our name put on because there's a wait list for the men's scramble, so it might be a short notice kind of thing next year. But we can leave that day kind of open, mm-hmm. and, and then if we get a get a phone call, then we can go out and play. Because yep. uh, I'd like to I'd like to play in the scramble tournament out there. Um, and, and, and we're gonna try and pay attention to like. I mean, we haven't been out around the Brooks area or, or um, uh, Bazano. Yep. Right? There's courses out there. Do they have tournaments? Yep. Uh, you know? Yeah, we'll, we'll dig a little bit more, right? I mean, to get into the Cottonwood cool, uh, the Cottonwood uh, Classic, Classic down there. Yeah. It's it's almost like a 30-year-old or 30-year ongoing tournament. Yep. We missed uh, two, that. A two-day scramble tournament. We missed it, that this year, and there was, uh, there was a couple guys that had hole-in-ones. Yeah. Uh, $10,000. Yeah. yeah, one guy won. So there was two hole-in-ones. It was hilarious. One guy won ten grand. And then one guy got a hole in one on eighteen, which was not a money hole, and he won fifty, <laughs> 50 bucks. bucks. <laughs> That's gotta burn. <laughs> Both their first ever hole in ones, too. That's crazy. Uh, that sucks. But I mean, I, I I was talking to um I was talking to Darren yesterday because Darren joined uh, Josh and he actually joined your round too. But his his tour round that counted was yesterday morning with Josh and I. And we were talking about that. I'm like, wouldn't it be crazy if coming into our tournament, if somebody gets a hole in one? Yeah. I, I was like, like, wouldn't it just be insane? I mean, <laughs> I've seen crazier things. You know, I've already got a hole in one in my career. Yep. A par three, 120 yard, nine iron. Yep. Uh, so I, I have that. It's a long time ago when I wasn't, and again, it's when I wasn't really a golfer. Yep. You know, you get that fluky shot. Yep. Right. So. I mean, there's a little bit, there's got to be some luck when it comes to a hole in one, but I mean, just in the tournament format, it would, would just be, be absolutely, absolutely crazy. Uh, I mean, I'm just, I'm hoping we have some fantastic rounds. It, it's going to be different because there's a couple, or there's, I think maybe just one guy who's never played the course. Uh, so it'll be a different look for him. Yep. Uh, there's a bit, there's a couple guys that have only played it a few times. Um, playing off the blacks, there's some guys that have never played off the blacks, which is going to really, really be. It doesn't change a whole lot of holes, but there's about four that it really yes. changes the yep. look of. Yep. Um, and and 
a couple for the better actually and then uh, it gives you a better look <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then a, and i agree then, and then a couple that actually make it quite a bit longer on a couple of the par threes but it's it's just going to be a different animal and when we you know we've been playing in the tour events all season and early on i i mean for me it's you know you want to win and it's you almost have to learn to like I've played sports my entire life and I know how to quell my nerves when it comes to certain sports yep. because I've played yep. them forever. But when you're playing in a competitive to, uh, event like that for golf, it's kind of like it's an individual thing and you got to understand that you're going to make bad shots and you can't, you can't just let it snowball. Yeah. And so it's, so it's an interesting thing to have to work through as the season goes along. Right. Uh, and I mean, a two day event is all about consistency. You're either gonna have to you're gonna have to put up either two two really really good rounds together, uh, or you know if you put up a bad round, you're gonna have to come back and you smoke bet. in a crazy good round the next day. Yeah. And if you put in a good round on day one, then you you really want to try and just maintain and don't blow up day two. Yeah. Right. Just maintain. Yeah. Play play your bogey golf right and see and what I, happens. And I mean the craziest part is nobody will know what's happening on day one until the day's over. Yep. But day two, everybody, everybody everybody's yeah. going to know where they stand going in. They're yeah. going to know exactly how many strokes are back of the leaders. They're going to know what that pressure comes with. We don't know what the weather's going to be like. I mean, it's September here in Medicine yeah. Hat. I mean, it could be rainy. It could, it be. could be beautiful. I mean, you might get rain on one day and sunshine on the next day. Yeah. You just don't know. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm excited. I mean, it. we got a couple guys on our tour that just don't like playing in rain. Well, I'm one of them. I don't like playing in, in in poor weather. And and part of me yesterday when I was talking to you about about coming or getting in there and playing was like, I mean, dude, next weekend we got to play regardless. So you got to try yep. and power through and learn to play in it. Yeah, I, I yeah. mean, and and you did to your I credit. Did, yeah, I mean, we're not always going to get perfect conditions, and and that's that's the thing. I mean, you know, I I'm insane. I'll golf in anything. Yeah, I've and, seen you golf in anything. And, and I mean, Josh and I have golfed in some pretty wild temperatures this mm-hmm. year. But in weather, like wind and... and Yeah, but I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, my mindset is I should be able to learn how to play regardless of the way that the weather is and and understand how that type of weather is going to affect my game. I might not put up my best score, but I should be able to get myself around the course in a decent manner depending on uh, upon how the weather is right and if you play it enough times like we've played it in enough rain that it's like okay it's just rain mm-hmm. i mean it's going to slow the greens down it's going to do you know the ground's going to be soggy you can't take as big divots and different things like that but you learn how to play in it and, and for me that's there's just so many variables going into the weekend next weekend that it, it's just going to be awesome I, I'm, I'm so excited i'm pumped and I, i'm pumped i'm kind of you know the reality is is that our season will be over after next weekend that kind of that's a bummer. Our official season. Our yeah. official season. Yeah. You know, and that'll be a bummer. But again, we've, you know, like Clark and Dave, how many rounds we got those guys out for this year? Well, Clark has played in all but one. Mm-hmm. He played 19, uh, the same as uh, uh, same as me. Dave played in 16, mm-hmm. 16 or 17. So, I mean, he was out for the vast yeah. majority so, of them too, right? I, I, I really enjoyed that because I enjoy golfing with those guys yeah. too. And, and yeah, we got a good group of guys, you right? You bet. It's we're just, gonna try. We're gonna try and grow it a little bit next year. Yep, and get some more. Try and get, get six to eight that are there that all are, the that time. Are committed. Right? You know, we had like around six this year. It'd be nice to get around eight next year that we have the two groups consistently. Yep. And if we add, have to add that third group, so be it. Looking forward to that next year. But yeah, next weekend's going to be a lot of fun, and, I, and I'm looking forward to it. I think I'm mentally ready for it. My game started to come around today, so I think that's re- that's ready. 
and I can't wait. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm the same way, man. I my my. Game... I think we're we're gonna do a podcast after that. Absolutely. Yeah, we'll have because I, I think we're gonna do we're gonna do a podcast after that. Maybe we'll do another one, and that'll be it for season one. Then, and I think the next time we do a podcast will be season two. Yeah, probably unless something comes up over the winter that yeah. we want to talk about, so depending I, on what's happening. So um, next next podcast we'll 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 talk about our season and tournament. Yep. But I think we we would really I, I would really like to do some shout outs to um, to brands and companies and people that we've had a lot of interaction with. Absolutely, year. yeah, for sure. Uh, there's there's a half a dozen to ten. Uh, that we've had, I've had regular contact with. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, the glorified donkey guys, thirty six a day. Put that podcast on the screws podcast. Uh, we'll just go down through a list. Uh, we'll add that after. Yep. On yep. the next podcast, just just to throw their names out there. Yeah, and um, I think uh, I think we were also thinking that the weekend after our tournament, um, we had get in a little skins game, skins game between yeah, the boys. Yeah. Whoever wanted yeah. to, whoever's we're around get, and wanted to play, whoever wants to come out, and we'll we'll do some skins. Uh, get that going. Um, I, I was I was thinking about it today to, about a couple different things we could do next year for for our season. I mean, you know, we we could add a couple where we're having tour dates or, or where we have a weekend where we can have tour dates both days. Saturday, where, where Sunday, we're not cumulative tournament. Yeah, like, have a cumulative tournament for double the points. Double so the winner points, gets yeah. 2,000, second gets 1,800, gives the guys opportunities to really you really bet, catch up, right? You catch up, yeah, or uh, take, take a greater lead. I mean, I wouldn't mind a uh, a tournament almost in the, in the match play form. Mm. Like like a one a a one event somewhere along the way that we turn it into a match play type event, mm-hmm. which would be interesting. It would be. Um, yeah, we have so much that we can. There, tweet, there's so many ideas that we can do year. with, right? So you know, I think we did 20 events this year. That was quite a bit. Yes. So we might that might be. We might down, dial it back a bit, dial, but it's not. We're not going to golf any less because on the on the dial back, we're going to be doing more tournaments. We're going to be looking for more tournaments. Yes, absolutely. Right? We're well, we're, we plan on golfing as much as we can. I mean. My goal is always to hit a hundred. Uh, I mean, I'm going to get there this year and then some, uh, which I'm pretty excited about. Yeah. I mean, I've played more golf this year than I think I have in my entire life combined. That's awesome. So, and I mean, I played, I played 80, 85 rounds last year. So here's another question. Uh, I think I've asked you this: how many how many different courses did you visit this year? This year, I have visited. Let me just pull up my list here. Because I was thinking about it, and I'm, I mean, I I, I, I haven't traveled well, a lot ex- except for mostly our, our tournament events, but, I mean, add Tabor on top of it, and... Uh, I have played 13 different courses this year. Wow. That's wild. I've played, so in no particular order, I've played Cottonwood, our home course. I've played Paradise Valley. I've played Bow Island. I've played Rolling Hills. I've played RGCA in Calgary. I've played Speargrass. I've played Burstall. I've played Desert Bloom here in Medicine uh, Medicine Hat. I've played Medicine Hat Golf and Country Club. I've played Tabor, Silvertip out in Canmore, Kananaskis, and Cypress Hills. Hmm, that's wild. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's quite a list. Last year, I think I played... Last year, I actually played 15. 15 different courses. So I played more different courses last year, but I only played 84 rounds. Right now, I'm up to 98 and a half rounds uh, with our two rounds coming up for our tournament or our tournament. So, I mean, I'll be at 105 just from that mm-hmm. or 100 and a half just and from I that. I think over the winter, we're going to talk about um, with some of the people that we've 
we've been in contact with. We're going to try and develop some brand sponsorships. Yeah, see what we'll see what's out see there. What's out see what there. we can do. Um, um, I mean, again, this is our first, this is our inaugural season. Uh, we we've tried it a bunch of different things, and I mean, honestly, for me, it's turned out better than I had hoped. To, I to be honest, agreed. I mean, I didn't think we. Uh, I kind of had an idea that it would be fun, and and I, I was really happy with a lot of the guys' commitment. Yeah, some of the guys weren't as committed that I thought were going to be, but that's fine. Uh, that's okay. Got to um, remember, it's in the summer, right? Some guys go guys, and do their thing, and and, uh, and with work and and life in general. Yeah. And, but having at least six to eight guys that were that were regularly in there, that was a lot. That was cool. Yeah, it, it's it's been a blast, and I mean, like you say, all the interaction we've had on on our on social, social media. media yeah. uh, I mean, whether it be on Instagram at Mulligans and Hackers Golf, or on our Facebook Mulligans and Hackers Golf. Um, or on our uh, podcasts on Apple uh, Apple Podcasts or Spotify. All the interactions we've had with the different brands, the different people, um, our friends and our family and everybody else that has, has gotten involved and supported us in different ways. It's been awesome. It's been a lot of fun. We haven't talked about any pro golf, and I, I think we, uh, we might want to avoid that for maybe a later podcast. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I'd like to talk about the FedEx Cup and how, because uh, this really is my second year watching the FedEx Cup. Last year, I didn't really understand it. Yeah. I uh, watched it this year. I think I asked the Glorified Donkey guys to what they would do differently. So I think on their next podcast, um, they're going to answer that question. All I'm going to say is the, raw, the the best golfer did not win. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right, right. And so I think there needs there needs to be a conversation about the FedEx Cup. Um, well, I mean, again, we got the Ryder Cup the, coming up, so we can add that to the just, next podcast. The ladies podcast. just had their LPGA Solheim. had the Solheim Cup. Yep. Um, you know, Europe Europe beat USA on that one. Um, I watched a little bit of that. Man, those those ladies can golf. Yeah. Oh, yeah, is, man, they can golf. That's wow. for sure. Wow. And and I mean, the Ryder Cup's going to be absolutely wild. It always is. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's going to mm-hmm. be crazy. When's that? Two weekends from now. Yeah. 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 So and just just. Quick, throw it out there. Golfer of the year. Who is it? Oh, it's John Rahm. It's got to be, right? No question, man. He's the you best know? golfer in the world. I, I mean, was, I was... okay, so so if you break it down, I mean, the guy had more top 10s than anybody in, 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 no, it wasn't even close. He won the U.S. Open. He performed well in, in all the majors he showed well. He should have won the Memorial had it not been for him having to withdraw due to COVID. Um, which really imp- also impacted the FedEx Cup standings mm-hmm. and, and and essentially impacted that whole race. It has to be John Rom. Yeah, I don't, he's been I, the most consistent and played the best golf. I don't want to get into it, but uh, FedEx Cup playoffs, like I, I don't get it. Just play uh, whatever. I mean, we'll, if we we'll had, if we had the name mm-hmm. of player of the year for our t- uh, for our tour, how would we do it? Would it be the guy that finishes first? I don't think you necessarily has to be the guy right. who finishes first. Right. I, I think you have to look at things like you have to look at top three finishes in the in the number of starts because everybody started different right. amounts, right? right? Yeah. How many wins you've your win mm-hmm. percentage, you know, different things like that. Because I mean, you're not unless everybody plays the exact same amount of events, yeah. it's not fair to do it that way. That's true. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I, I didn't understand the FedEx Cup playoffs. Like you do points all year to get to a certain point. Then that doesn't mean anything once you get into the playoffs, and then the playoffs decides who's, so, who's going to get. So the way in. it works is, you, you I didn't want to get into. I didn't want to get into this deeply this podcast because, you know, I don't want to run over like you know an hour doing this crazy stuff. But. No, so so basically, in brief, 
your season, so every event you win, you get a certain number of FedEx Cup points. So then you accumulate them, but then your then your um, your playoff tournaments are worth more. They're worth like four times the amount. So therefore, there's three playoff tournaments, and it cuts it down from 120 to 50 exactly. to 30. Exactly. So you have to get into the 120 to get into the FedEx Correct. Cup. Then the playoffs breaks it down. Correct. And then it, the wildest thing is that the final event you start, like the the FedEx Cup leader starts at 10 under. Because, but again, I mean, again I, I, you know what? I don't even mind that as much as the playoffs change the entire bracket. It does. Why wouldn't you just go and, and, and do your points like us right up to the end of the season? Yeah. And the guy who finishes first, the people who are in the 120 are in the 120. Yeah. You come in at 120, dude, you're not getting a you're not getting an advantage here. But if you went all season and you were in first place or you got first place, you get the advantage. Yeah. That's just my that's my opinion on it. Yeah, I mean we can we can dwell into that on you know on a separate podcast about that. But yeah, it's uh I mean it's been an interesting year there. Um I mean we've we've had so much fun. Honestly, I've I will. I've been watching very little golf because, like I say, over the last few weeks. I mean, I, I've been keeping yeah. my eye on it, but yeah, I've been playing thirty six a day. Yeah. Because you know, I, I've been feeling good. My back's been good. My swing's been feeling good. I've been going out there and using my practice rounds to really try and drill drill in how I want to approach shots. You know, mentally preparing for this coming weekend for the tournament. I mean. It's been my goal, and I mean, I'll tell you, I've told you straight out, I'm go- I'm playing to win. I am playing to win this tournament, and I mean, well, I'm, I, I'd be lying if I said I wasn't playing to win either. And, and I mean, uh, th- th- today, I mean, after yesterday, I had a 350 point lead on you going mm-hmm. into today. I mean, you still had an outside chance yep, if yep. I had a, had a bad you day. Had a bad day and and I mean, nobody day. would blame me if I came in today and said, "Oh, it's basically locked up." Yep. I mean, yep. you just play a mediocre game, but I did the opposite. I just said no. I'm just gonna step on the throat here and just go. Boom! You're yep. done. Yeah, and and that's fine. I feel good about the way my day ended. I'm happy um, that your game came around today. I really am. So going into next week, I I do have some confidence, and I think I'll get a little bit of golf in this week, and still work on some things. Uh, I'd like to work on my driver a little bit, but uh, yeah, I think my shots are in the bag again, and I can't wait to come after that trophy. Yeah, I'm I'm excited. I'm ex- you know, and whoever wins, it won't be because someone gave it to them. It'll be because they were the best person over those two days. Over those two days, you yep. Bet. And I mean, we're adding Black Saturday, Blue Sunday. Like it's we're we're throwing everything at everybody at the same time. Yeah, everybody's They're, got the same circumstances. The, on, to deal the with. only advantages is the season long mulligans that you get. Right, that, but that's that, it. I mean, that's, that's earned. But that's earned. Yep. Right. So you'll get two more mulligans than I get. Yep. But you earned them. That's right? right. Over those two days, there's going to be so many, so many different things thrown at all the golfers out there, right? And it's, uh, it's going to be wild. I mean, we'll prep. We're going to prep probably by Wednesday. Uh, Wednesday, I'm, I'm hoping we'll have commitment for the tournament. Uh, I mean, we the tee times are booked. Once we have the committed numbers, I, I would say Wednesday is the end yep. day. Um, I'll, I'll random generate some groups. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll put them in. We'll post them up. Yep. Post post up who's playing in what groups. Yep. Who's starting on what tee? You go down the list and say, "All right, boys, here we go. This is the, this is the starting grid, and have at her. This is this is going to be a blast. I, I just it was such a great idea to do this. I'm looking forward to it. Well, it's, it just I think it enhanced our golfing experience this summer. It made it wor- something worth playing for, yeah. except other than just just going out and playing right. Rounds. And I think and I think this is something that other people, no matter where you are, can do. No matter if you have you and one buddy. Two dudes, or if you have four, six, ten buddies, 
you can go do this too. Yeah. Go and do your own league. So that, you know, over the summer when you when you guys get together, you know, a group of two, group of four, group of six that you know you reg- golf with regularly, do your own thing, man. Yeah. Over the summer. It just it it adds a little bit. It makes it makes wanting to go out golfing with because again, like we added we added all these different guys, like some guys you don't normally hang out with, some guys I don't normally hang yep. out with, and we all go out and do this. We I mean we traveled out of town together. Yeah. Yeah, it was it's, crazy, it's absolutely right? Absolutely wild. Like, you know, going to Rolling Hills, going to Cyprus, going to Burstall together. Yeah. It's just absolutely crazy that guys other than you and me yep. committed to doing that, right? Yeah. It's just wild. Blew and, my mind. Yeah. And I mean, it's just been, yeah, it couldn't have really worked out any better. I mean, again, it, a lot of guys that you or I might not normally hang out with, I mean, we got to hang out on the golf course. Because at the end of the day, golf is a great equalizer. You Everybody bet. does it you in bet. a different way. But we're all trying to do the same thing, mm-hmm. and I mean, it's it's whose way is going to work that day, right? It's just wild. So it's it's so fun. But um, I, I think get, other than that, I think we're done. I think yeah. we're good. Yeah, I think I think we're just excited to uh, to have our tour championship coming up in in a week's time here. And once we're done, pop another podcast uh, probably Sunday night or Monday next week. Uh, once once our excitement's kind of over and we've had our award ceremony, yeah, probably look, look for look probably, for some probably Monday. We'll do it Monday. Look look for some photos. Um, look for some information uh, this week for some fun stuff for leading into the tournament. Mm-hmm. Look on the weekend. We'll be posting stuff as much as we can. Um, and of course, we'll we'll have your you know we'll have the uh, the standings after the first day on Saturday. Yeah. Uh, going into Sunday, we'll post the groups and where everybody's at. And then come Sunday afternoon, once everybody's done, we'll we'll have pictures of the the winners and, and the awards for the season, and, and get them up there. Yep. And uh, we're just looking to have a good time. But other than that, I mean, our season's kind of winding down, and I mean, golf season's kind of winding down. But we hope everybody gets out and plays as much golf as you can while it's still nice outside. Yeah. And um, again, congrats, buddy, on finishing first. You earned it. I appreciate it. I'm not going to be a dick about it, but <laughs> you earned it. And, and, and I mean, it, it makes me you, feel better that I actually, you know, that I that I played well and deserved it, right? Like, I, I didn't want, I, I knew your game was kind of down this, this past, mo- past month. So I knew I wouldn't, realistically, if you continue to play like that, I wouldn't have to do much. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to make sure that there was no doubt that yes. I had that yes. I earned the spot. I want I, you, I did and, that. and same thing as going into the weekend. I want the person that wins it to earn it. Yep. Not just everybody else play like crap and and one guy win it. And, and I think with enough guys in there, and I mean everybody, everybody can have a great day at any given time. Mm-hmm. Who's going to have two good days? Yeah, or who's exactly. going to who's going to have two great days? Or have a great day and have a mediocre day? Right. right? It's just the possibilities are endless. But you guys have a great evening. We're gonna we're gonna uh, chill by the fire for a little bit. Uh, you guys have a great evening. Get as many rounds as you can in. Uh, may your mulligans be plenty and your hacks be findable. And uh, we'll catch you on the flip side. Take care, everyone. Later.